Weekend podcast. This is your man Aldo Nice, and this is Raj Move. It's, it's Raj Move along with Aldo Nice. Uh, we back to the basics, back to the hood of things today. Doing our um, our podcasting thing, man. I've been getting a lot, a lot of feedback about Officer Friendly, man. And boys have been telling me a bunch of things about, hey man, fuck Officer Friendly. Hey man, hey man, Officer Friendly is a good guy, man. He came in, he gave some. Crucial knowledge to y'all last week, man. So if you didn't listen to that podcast, you need to hop on that one and listen to it. If you listen to it, we always appreciate the feedback, positive, negative, or other. This week's been pretty cool, man, um, in regards to just kind of a mellow week. Like last week was a lot going on. This week was a lot more mellow. But uh, one of the biggest things that I think um, both of us were um, were noticing online. Because, I mean, I get a lot of my news briefs, like, what's happening right now from looking at Yahoo. I go to, like, my Yahoo. Raj, where do you get most of your news from? Most of my news? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I guess I just, I use Google. I use Google News, and then I find a reputable or, or a reputable article from a reputable site. Mm. You know? So I don't like to get, I don't like to get the same news from the same place. I want different takes from different different places. I could go with that. And I, I think what's um what's interesting is, I've heard people say this before. Like, that they don't do social media. Like, you know, I know a lot of people, not a lot, but I know some people who are like, I don't do social media. Um, I always think that you, you, it's like levels to news, right? Like, you could get your TV news from, like, TV. Like, then you can get, like, your Yahoo Reuters and whatever, us like, other news from, like, Yahoo News, like you just said. You could get news from there as well. But then they got this extra level of news that if you're not, like, on social media, you'll never get. Like those old forwarded articles that send you to this obscure, um, you know, TV8 News in um, Wichita, Kansas, and they're telling you about a story you would have never known on any of the big outlets. So I think, you know, having multiple news stories, is multiple news sources is pretty cool as well. So I, I think I can agree with that. Um, yeah, I think, I think the Facebook uh, news outlets are uh, all, I'm going to say about 88% false 
and I don't understand it. It's like it's like they all compare. I don't know if I like, agree with that. I do, dude. You could get lost on Facebook. Yo, you definitely you know, gonna find a lot of fake you know, stuff on Facebook. Oh, okay. Well, then what? Not eighty-eight percent. Yeah, I wouldn't say eighty-eight percent though. I feel. Okay, what, what? Give me a percentage of what you think. I mean, That's some bogus stuff. We've talked. I mean, we had a whole podcast called Fake News, so we went into this before. I would say that it's a good sixty percent of the things are clickbait that are just fake news. Like for instance, something I saw the other day was um, I don't know if you watched Last Chance You season two yet, but um, like one of the guys, Isaiah Wright, I think this is his name. He's the running back. And he was getting in trouble on the show, and I think he got kicked off the team. But he's like a murder trial. Like he, he him and his brother, who also who played for like Indiana, were like in connection with this murder. Like four guys got arrested for the murder. And it was like when I clicked on the story to figure it out, it was nothing but clickbait. It was like one of those stories that was like one paragraph, then click next. One paragraph, click next. It didn't even have their pictures as like the it, like it, those kind of stories frustrate me. But then I went to a reputable news site, looked at the story, and I was like, oh, it's a real story. But you know. Whatever. Yeah. So my point was this: in that is saying that some of the stories do be real. It's just presented in a way that's just clickbait or other kind of stuff, man. Or or full of uh, funny enough, full of pop ups. Don't you don't you don't you love that we're past the pop up game? You remember that? You know, you click on yeah. one thing and your computer's infested. But, but that's because we that's because we use Macs a lot of time too. How <laughs> how interesting is it whenever you read a nice Saints article or a nice Pelicans article, you really enjoy it, and then you get to the bottom of it, and then there's, like, six other, there's, like, six pictures, and it was, like, these telltale signs that you have throat cancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. For the rest of your life, and you'll live forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. exactly. You ever clicked on those? No, I don't. Well, it depends on how good. I've clicked clicked on it when it's, like, a a story that says, like, um, um, 20 most um most recent deaths for Hollywood people that nobody talks about. Like stuff like that. I'll be like, oh, yeah. who died? <laughs> the one that I definitely clicked on was the top the top fifteen guys that could beat Michael Jordan in one on one. I wanna see who they I wanna see what they gonna say. Was LeVar Ball number one? He was not. <laughs> he was not. Well, they tripping man. Um so the the the, the hashtag has been sweeping um, the nation for the last couple of weeks and kind of getting into um, a lot of a lot of our popular culture and just kind of the way things work all the way up from Hollywood to Washington coast to coast has been hashtag me too. And um, I'm not sure exactly where the origin was. Um, it was some actress. I don't remember who, who, who coined the phrase and started saying, Hey, we need to start talking about me too. Um, but it was like just basically in response to sexual assault. That sexual assault is one of the most underreported crimes in the country, and um, that people don't often report it because it's such a personal crime. A lot of times, it's people you know, um, and it's just that. So now, since this has came out, we've touched on this a little bit, but we haven't ever really went in depth because I guess the the stories just keep on coming, and it's been like a crazy amount of stories, but. Um, with the Harvey Weinstein allegations and some of the most recent ones. And I, they had another guy um, and it's multiple people who are getting, um, who are getting kind of accused at this point. So we just thought it would be, um, it would be prudent of us to, to, to kind of speak on it and just talk about the phenomenon, the issue and kind of where it is with it. So um, I don't know, Raj, did you hear the latest and I'll just go with the Harvey. Did you hear the latest Harvey Weinstein allegation? 
tell me about it. I'll tell you guys about it. I mean, if you if you if you haven't heard out there, then you can kind of hear it. It's an actress and model named uh, Natasi Mouth. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Malith Mouth. Let's just call her Natasi. It's her first name. Um, basically, she said that. Why is um, her name not Natasha? Um, because she wanted to be kind of you know when you when you Natasi, you know. Does, did that make sense? What I the reason the rationale I just gave. I mean, to me, and <laughs> probably not. Maybe not so much. <laughs> um. Anyway, so she said that in two thousand eight, she was at this awards um show in London, and she said that she went to her room and like before she went to her room, Harvey Weinstein. We like we and if nothing else, this podcast is definitely brought to you by Harvey Weinstein. Um, we learn a lot about his game. Now we can talk. We can we can uh, agree to disagree on if it's that if it, that's that man game, or if it, or if it's his pedof his um his um sexual adult his sexual deviancy. But we just know how that man operate because these stories give you like clear insight into his mo, right? So he was like, he'd say, "Hey, look, you need to tell me where you um where you stand at." So she she was like, "Oh, okay." I gave him my hotel information. I just want you to just take down these factors, people out there, as you're listening. And then when she got at home, she put on her pajamas and eye shades and went to sleep. I mean, I guess that's what actresses do. Until she was woken up by a loud pounding on the door, pump, 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 pump. Open the door. It's Harvey Weinstein. It's me. It's Amacha. She opened the door, and his clothes were messy, and his face didn't look normal. And she thought, hmm, could he possibly be on them drugs? Had he popped in that pill game, is what she thought. Then he took off his pants and sat on the bed. And she felt panicked and wondering, what should I do? He's a very large man, and at the time, she weighed like 98 pounds. So, so he said that he explained, she said that he explained to her, like, straight up, look. Many, many, many famous actresses, famous actresses have let me smash and then they've landed roles in my films and they've been going on to win Oscars. You know, like, have you ever watched the Oscars, Natasha? You know, they always say when they win their award, I want to thank Harvey Weinstein because he made this possible. What you think made this possible, man? Let me come down. And then at that point, she said she was not interested in his casting couch. Then he took out that that wood. I'm not gonna use the uh, well. I guess I could use the politically correct word. He took out his Le-mon. his well. I, we don't know if Harvey is working with that layman, but he put out, he took out that penile, and he started beating it in front of him. So one one one, punching him. I mean, yeah, this is this is mo, right? He was over there like choking his chicken, is what the people would say. My friends growing up would say punching his clown. So he was punching his clown in front of um, this podcast is brought to you by Corey Murder from um, from back in the hometown. Corey Murder came up with punching the clown. That was one of my favorite ones. And um, so while he punching that clown, she said um, she was in disbelief. Okay, so now she says he forced himself on her and began to engage in sexual intercourse. It was not consensual. He did not use a condom, and he did not ejaculate inside of me. I love the the particulars when they say, and then he masturbated. And then he masturbated. Okay. She said she laid in that position and just closed her eyes and wanted it to end, and he just she played dead. Um, then she said he quickly put on his pants and left out the room. 
At no point did they say he took off his shirt, so I guess he kept his shirt on or whatever. Um, and then she said she didn't see him again in London. And then, like, the next day she had a script for a movie, like, in her room. Like, bam, script. Harvey Weinstein and sent the script over. She said she so was very... Thank you. Yeah, right? Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. So she was very uncomfortable because, you know, what Harvey had done. But she still decided to audition for the part. After her dance audition, she said she was t- told to take more dancing lessons. And that Harvey wanted to meet her at, a, um, at like a hotel in Beverly Hills to discuss the role. She said she would not meet them if there was any, quote unquote, hanky panky. And they said, don't worry about it. His assistant's going to be present, so you good. So she met the assistant who brought her into the room and left. <laughs> when the assistant left, another little chick came out the um out the bathroom and took off her clothes and started doming him. Doming him, for those out there who don't know, um, means that she was giving him a, they said blowjob on Yahoo. I'm assuming that's what people say. Some head itch was being given. The adults here. And um, she said that the girl who was doming him, like pulled the pulled like pulled the wood out his his lemon and pointed it at her and was like, "You want some?" And she was like, "Nah." And they both start laughing at her. And that was it. Nothing else. I mean, she stayed there. They talked while that meant like while he was getting dumb. And um, she said she called Weinstein afterward and yelled at him for putting him through such a situation and he became angry and she said look my dreams are shattered and i don't want to be in the film anymore so she moved out of the united states became depressed and um, she never pressed charges then declined to explain why she never contacted the police there are other reasons and there are good reasons and she is not going to comment on that today but she just wanted to come forward with her story um nine years later because everybody else is because hashtag me too so that's the latest Harvey Weinstein allegation. So this one, I think, the last time I think we kind of swept it under the rug, and I'm, I know for a fact I said this, I said none of the allegations were of rape. They were all of either some kind of un- inappropriate advances, using his power, using power plays, um, like he was on a hockey team, but never really just kind of taking the shams. This situation sounds like maybe one of the first ones that somebody's saying that he he didn't um he actually went ahead and and did what he had to do. There was there was there was penetration involved. There was there was penetra- penetration involved. What do you think about that story, Raj? I think that man need to go to jail for that. But I think it's also <laughs> you think, that that you think he needs to. Go- you no, know, it's okay. that person's responsibility to to you know. I mean, you know, I, I've I've never had it happen to me, so I don't know how I would react. I don't know the emotions behind it, um, but you know, I guess ladies going forward, if someone does that to you, call them laws. Call Officer Friendly. Officer Friendly can. will probably take your call and point you to the right place. Because one, I feel like condoms have you know a few functions. One of them being to prevent to to prevent STDs. One of them being to prevent uh, pregnancy. And then, I guess in this case, more importantly, to prevent DNA transfer from my Lehman to your hole. So, that man went in raw. It's probably some 
still some Harvey Weinstein Weinstein in in her uh, some her fine wine. <laughs> so you know, call him lost. Um, I I agree with call him lost. Definitely agree. That's with what it you. should be. Hashtag I should have called them lost. That's what the hashtag should be. I should have called them lost. No, that's. I mean, I don't know if that's fucked up or not, but that's what it. Yeah. And I know this. It, it. It. And you know what it is. This podcast. Um. I. I. I thought long and hard about saying. Look, there. There should be long some kind hard, of. Huh? <laughs> very long. Very hard. I thought very much about. But I. You know what? It, it is our podcast, and it's very much our opinions on this, and. I'm just I'm 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 here for it, man. I'm here for this conversation. I'm here for this thought of Okay, so I just want you to understand that in certain states, like after like um kind of like certain um high profile assault charges, they're like lifted the statute of lim- statute of limitations on things like rape. But in certain states, it's like three years. Um like you have three years before you can make a like no three like years you claim. Well, no, you you have to make your claim within three years. It's like a lottery ticket. Yeah. You gotta like you gotta claim your ticket within ninety days, or like that thing that ain't happen. Because it does two things, right? One, it's like um, it keeps it fresh, so like the prosecution can they they got good evidence. And two, it it, it just protects the accused. Cutting like people's stories change over the years and different things like that. Okay, this is two thousand eight, which is relatively fresh. In like, I guess in a big picture, like nine, ten years ago, but still at the same time, like, I do you remember what you was doing like on one night in two thousand and eight, like to to be able to say, and I know, kind of like I remember, and, I no, remember and, that I didn't rape someone. Okay, much. fair enough, but would you remember having sex with someone ten years ago if they came back and was like, oh no, that it, it was rape that happened that night? Would you be able to? Would you be able to remember every particular about that situation to say Absolutely. to defend yourself? Probably not. Probably not. And I think I think that there should be some statute of limitation. It shouldn't just be, oh, thirty years pass. And you know what? Let's say if we get famous. Uh huh. Say if we ever get famous, and you know, it takes three years. Say three years from now, it'll be two thousand twenty-one. In two thousand twenty-one, boy, your adding is bad. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying it's almost 2018. We're at the end of the year. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So, um, yeah, it'll be 2021-ish. <laughs> and, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by arithmetic. <laughs> so, uh, that's a, uh, arithmetic is fine. Talking about the girl we went to school with? Anyway, yeah, so. Yeah, to stop it. So, anyway, yeah. And some girl comes back and says, hey, he raped me whenever we was freshmen in college. At Campus Edge. At, the, at Campus Edge. I'll, I won't remember it. Like, like I, I, I'm, I'm going to be like, you know what? That's that's messed up that you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to come back this far. Like, and wait until I'm nice. And then, you know. Come for me. Say something. Like, yeah, come come from my head. Like, no. I, I would like to think that, I would like to think as a man that I would remember any situation that I was in that, um, even rose to the level of me feeling bad like oh i don't know like that was a that was a that was a, a questionable encounter because of xyz we were both drinking we don't, i don't remember all the particulars like i would like to think that i remember that about it enough to say that if if there was an accusation that i could be like 
Like, it, like, like, definitely I remember that. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to, like, if I don't have any recollection of it, then it never happened. Cutting. Like, that's how I feel. Like, if I don't remember it, like, if it's not like, if it's like a thing that I'm like, nah, no, nah, I don't need, I don't know this person in that, or maybe I know this person and I remember we used to talk, but no, that never happened. Like, I would like to think even 10 to 15 years later, if it's not something that's like in the back of my mind and I don't remember, whatever. And I mean, what I, I'd like to know is how does that, how does that even happen? Like, how does, how does the, how does like trial even happen? Like, so we go to court and it's essentially my word versus your, there's no evidence. What's the evidence? Okay, man, you're touching on, you're touching on a big thing. And I think I, that, that kind of circles back, right? I think when you, when you crowdsource evidence kind of in a way that has been happening with Harvey Weinstein, that's like when a whole bunch of people come out and say this story happened, this story happened, they're all similar. And then you could come like come up with a pattern of behavior and then you can prosecute somebody based upon so many people saying. So it's not just me saying it, it's 50 people saying it and it makes it has a stronger case. I get that. But I, I think it's interesting that when you when I said something about the story, the first thing you said was I think he should go to jail for that. And my thought my initial thought was I, I like you're missing oh. some words there. I think he should go to jail for that if it happened like that. You know what I mean? And then, of course, no. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I don't know what happened. Exactly. There's only three people essentially that know what happened, and maybe one of them forgot. Um, and I mean, you know, God, Natasi, and <laughs> Natasi, and, uh, and uh, Harvey. But uh, and you know, if he did, Harvey probably did don't it, even remember because Harvey was probably coked up. Harvey probably did it. Did that same act to a bunch of people? Now, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. No, dude, that's that's the, that's the conversation. That is the. I, the, I am saying. here for that conversation. I think that that is the com. That is what Harvey is. That's what like Hurricane Harvey was rolling in people cribs and and pulling that same maneuver. And, and I don't think he thought it was rape. I don't think he thought it was sexual assault because I think he was probably doing it so often that and and pulling it off. Like nobody was, what? They was going. To, they was thanking him at the Oscars, man. The same. Some of them same women who was thanking him at the Oscars. He pulled that same rules on and came down. And uh, they probably got some women that's like, oh, I ain't saying nothing. That man got my my career started. Right now, I'm gonna look like a big victim. I'm thankful. I'm not thankful, but I'm 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 okay with how things worked out. Carly White, like, you be like Holly Berry. You know all of these accolades, and you're like Harvey Weinstein got you, got you on, put you on game. <laughs> all you have to do is just, you know, like I smashed worse than Harvey Weinstein, like type of shit in the back of the head, like right. I didn't do it worse in my life. You know what I mean? Whatever, I'm not gonna say anything because I'm forever grateful for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's it's interesting, and you know Harvey Weinstein is like the big, he's 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 the big name, right? But this is pervasive. I mean, it it gets into different. Different people, different, and it's not just Hollywood. So it was another Hollywood guy. But did you hear? I I know we talked about this one. I'm not even gonna say the did you hear because we've definitely talked about this one. Another person accused of sexual assault this week. George H. W. Bush. George H. W. Bush. George Bush Senior. Elderly Bush. Bush Airport, Houston. Just FYI for. I guess you know. I'm sure you know, and, and all our listeners up there. Do you know that he's not a senior? Just because <laughs> he's HW and the other one's W. Just wanted you to know that. That's all. I was just giving you. I was giving you the um, layman's terms. <laughs> George, senior Herbert. 
Herb Herbert Walkers. Um, that's uh, what did he do in his wheelchair? Man, I, listen, I was over there, and this podcast is brought to you by Officer Friendly. I was um, I, I ran into Officer Friendly earlier today, and I told him this, like I told him, George Bush is getting um accused of sexual assault, and when I told him that, he was like. Get the hell out of here. He was like, a lot of things may have happened. Some stuff might go, might be real, but that ain't true. I was like, because I told him it happened like over the last five years. He was like, absolutely not. He was like, I hosted an event with um, George H.W. Bush. He was like, I don't know what kind of medication or what kind of deal with the devil they did to keep this man alive. <laughs> but he is straight um, Montgomery Burns, homie. He is he like, senile. He, not even senile. He's like decrepit. Like he can't move and stuff. Like he a vegetable. Like, like they're like what he. That ass at though. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'll yo. never forget what that ass at. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's saying. I, say. I, have. I got something twerking on me. I'm gonna pull out the dollar bill. <laughs> I know where that ass. At. <laughs> that man. Um. That man. They, they they say one of his arms just limped to the side, and they say that's the arm he was using. Anyway, the story for those of y'all who don't know. An actress named Heather Lynn posted something on her Instagram and said um, he touched her from behind from his wheelchair with his wife, Barbara Bush, by his side. He told me a dirty joke and then all the while being photographed, touched me again. And that is called sexual assault. He punched her on the ass. I don't know. No, it didn't say anything about the ass. Oh, he didn't punch her? Damn. So no, assault, it, you just could just graze someone? It didn't. It didn't. Bo- it didn't. Bottom? Didn't say. Didn't say. Um. I didn't. It didn't even say anything. Some other actress named Jordania Granik has a story to tell that doesn't sound very different. I got sent the Heather Lynn story. Yeah, me too. There you go. She said, and I'm afraid that mine is entirely similar. This woman said that um, same thing happened. She was taking the president, taking a picture with the president, roughly five years ago. So his arm falls on the lower waist of people with whom he takes pictures. To try to put them at ease, the president routinely tells the same joke, and on occasion he's patted women's rears in what is intended to be a good-natured manner. Some have seen this as innocent, others clearly view it as inappropriate to anyone who has he has offended. President Bush apologizes most sincerely. You know what I think? I think if you become the president of the United States, you, you should be able to pat somebody on the ass. It's, it's a, little like, C-less, a little C-list, a little C-list actress. Like yeah, I don't like, think, like I, um. I mean, honestly, honestly, I know. And shout out to Officer Friendly because I know he gonna hear this and he gonna bring it up next time he's on the show. If George H. W. Bush wanted to pat me on the ass, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm cool. If any president, if Millard Fillmore wanted to pat me on the ass, I'd be all right with that. Cutting if, like we was we was hooping earlier today. And I caught like a little, um, like like this dude went up for a jumper, and I blocked it, and um, then I got an outlet pass because I blocked him outside the three point line and caught the outlet pass and finished the layup for game point. And when I did it, like two or three cats patted me on the ass, cutting. Is that sexual assault, cutting? And, uh, yes. <laughs> and me too. Me too. <laughs> what? I made me good too. defensive plays too. You know. I didn't even know it was about me. I think this is a cathartic moment right now. I think I'm feeling away. Me, me as well, Cutting. But the funny thing is, is and what we talked about was that he told a, a joke. 
Oh, he did tell the joke. Um, at first, when we heard the story, we we didn't know what the joke was. We didn't know what the joke was. Um, since then, the joke has came out. So we had a lot of time to think about what the joke could have been. And I mean, if I'm the president, and I get to say like a dirty joke and grab a little bit of ass, or just rub up against some ass. Damn, you know how much sexual assaulting I used to do in in high school when I put my knee on somebody butt on a desk in front of me, cutting because some ass was sexually assaults me every time I get a line. <laughs> you can feel the warmth from his meat around your head, cutting. Sometimes it like, raises my knee. You know that's sexual assault. Man, what the way the stewardess? Every time I'm on the aisle seat, the stewardess should get some kind of sexual assault charge. Reaching over me to put to like put to close the cabin, cutting, putting putting breast on my head, cutting. That is sexual assault, cutting. If if we going by the letter of I guess the law, but I don't even know if that's a law. We're not even the president. Like we just regular people getting assaulted every day. Me too. Me too, cutting. But. Um, Raj, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really have time to, to really think about what jokes he could have told, but, uh, I, I thought of like one, <laughs> but it's so terrible. But, um, what, what joke do you think that, um, that, um, that the president, the former president could have told that young lady? Well, you give me, you give me yours first. Well, I just had one, man. And it's not even, give me that. it's just funny. Cause I don't, it's, it's not even in the same vein. I don't think I would tell this to. Well, you know, I would tell this to somebody, but I wouldn't tell it to somebody when I'm rubbing it. Man, I, I might rub the ass and say it. I would say, because she, she might have been kind of young, like, what's the best part of having sex with 29-year-olds? You get to smash 20 of them. <laughs> That's a pedophile joke. <laughs> you might want to keep that one to yourself, man. You know Podcast assault right there, bro. I hope I don't ever get uh, accused of pedophilia because like, they... yeah, no, because that, they'll listen to this and you're going straight to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect twenty um twenty um cutting. Wow. So, While I'm rubbing somebody on the ass, cutting. You don't. You don't. You don't think. <laughs> I just hope that this wasn't a nine-year-old actress. A <laughs> but if she was a, but if she was a twenty-nine-year-old, it still plays as kind of funny, because she's like, oh, twenty-nine, oh wow, you all, oh. it's one of them all, oh, you wow, not necessarily. <laughs> Slap my side laughing. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Rod. Your your uh, go. So mine, yeah, mine's a. Uh, I actually came up with. I didn't come up with this one. Um, <laughs> you might get this one, but you might not. So he, I think he he tapped on on her ass and he said, "Hey, what's your favorite bird?" <laughs> what's her favorite bird? What'd she say? What's her favorite bird? Her favorite bird? <laughs> no, a hummingbird, cut. No, um, a swallow. I thought I would have thought it would have been a swallow. <laughs> And she, of course, would have been appalled, and he would have been like, "Wait, wait, chill." Chill. I'm the, the I'm last old. person I touched told me it was a cockatoo. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that is that there was that the line? Is that what he was gonna pull out? <laughs> that's the, that's what he said. That's not his girl. I mean, what would you a swallow or a cockatoo? You know, I think, you know. But. And then, um, you know how to ride stick. I think he might have said this. You, 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 you can. I, well, I can learn if you teach me. 
that he might have said that. Maybe he said, uh, <laughs> "What's a what's a porn star's favorite drink?" <laughs> what what is it, right? Seven Up Insider. Cutting. Not seven cider, of them. Like apple cider. Yeah. Seven up insider. Seven up insider. But I don't know how up he would be, though, at this age. Get that eight hours. You know, what is that <laughs> jingle in your pocket, uh, George H.W.? That's that eight hours. <laughs> he tells the same dirty joke every time, dog. Every I'm, time. I'm a, I'm a fan of it, Cutting. And what is it? His actual joke is, um, do you want to know who my favorite magician is? And then he says, David Copperfield. And then he uh, grabs him. Is he aggressive? Does he like, like say cheese, bitch? Like, how does he, you know? I wonder. Let me ask you a question. I wonder if that sexual assault. This is now follow me, Raj. I wonder if he grabbed them by the pussy. Mm. If he grabbed them by the pussy, that's sexual assault. No, cutton. No. Yeah. We have proven by as a country that it is okay to grab them by the pussy over the last year. You can grab them by the pussy. That can't be sexual assault. As long as no one tells on you. I mean, if the president did it and he admitted to doing it, then is it? Is it a thing? And and no one ever said he sexually assaulted anyone. No, no, not him. <clears throat> and I mean, I guess this, I guess this is our time to go ahead on and um, and just go ahead on and give Bill. I mean, um, I'm sorry, I was gonna say Bill Clinton, but um, he's Donald? he wasn't the Donald. Give the Donald his his just due. Grab him right by the pussy is probably one of my favorite lines from 2016. <laughs> That's what you got to do, you know? <laughs> I mean, who else to get your wisdom from than the president of the United States? I mean, know? the children do, look up treat, to him. And, yeah. How do you treat women? And look, let me just look. Hey, Al, or uh, Donald. Um, <laughs> my wife, she, you know, for some reason, she doesn't want to fold my clothes. She doesn't want to cook dinner. You know, I'm, I get I get tired. I, I work all day. She gets off at three. I get off at six. I, what can I do to help her understand that I need these things in my life? Well, Roger, Roger, you're um, you're 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 not even thinking about this, clearly. Just grab her right by the pussy. <laughs> so all I have to do is grab her by the grab pussy her by the pussy. Okay, I'll try that. And send her ass into that kitchen. I mean, like literally, it's the president. Though. He's immune to this shit, is which makes this so funny to me, dog. Not even funny. I don't want to belittle sexual assault and call it funny, but it's just such an interesting times we live in where he just gets to like Trump can do it, talk about it, whatever, and and we're coming for ninety three year old ass. Okay, so words have power, and let me just kind of get on my soapbox for a second with that. Words have power. Words like sex. Words like rape. Words like um sexual. Um, sexual battery and all these all of these things I know they mean different things in different states to different people in different situations but man those words carry weight so I just like things like that's called sexual assault I don't think that's sexual assault homie 
Like, come up with a real name for that. Um, misdemeanor, um, old manning. Yeah. Misdemeanor, misdemeanor ass rubbing. I thought it was called copping a feel. Like, I mean, it was, <laughs> you know, like cop the feel, slap him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Fuck. Cutting. Let's 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 be honest. Scream from man, age, that's not right. from age eleven to age like twenty one. How many dudes you know used to do? Well, I did know some childish dudes in college um, who used to get down like that as like college play people. But like high school cats, The Wood, the movie The Wood, wasn't like the biggest part of the movie him going try to a bet to go squeeze her ass. It's not, it's not nineteen ninety nine no more, you know. Cutting, Whew. we're not living in that time, that day and time anymore. But shit, allegations from nineteen, allegations from nineteen ninety nine, still get you in trouble, cutting. Right, David, sexual assault, <laughs> David, sexual assault, Phil. David grope a grown woman and, and get sent to jail. Okay, I, my question is why uh, is Bill Cosby in jail yet? No, I don't know. I don't know. I think all you got to do is deflect that. Like if you just ignore <laughs> allegations. Oh no, just, that's like, not smile me. Smile and start talking about something. That's just locker. That's just locker like, room. Look, 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 look. Let's just say you go up to Bill Cosby, or, hey Bill, or whoever Donald Trump. You go up to one of the guys that just know the good at deflecting stuff, and you're like, hey man, there's some allegations that you did some bad stuff. Hey, the warrior's going to be nice, huh? Ooh, yeah, it is. Man. Oh, damn. I, I, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, Bill, Bill, I, I, I'm really trying to get you on, on the subject. Like, um, these allegations are really troubling. What do you have to say about those? I mean, so I'm I'm really interested in seeing how the tandem of uh, Anthony Davis and Ain't you? Marcus Ooh, Cousins is going to You too? You too? You know? <laughs> You know, these Saints on a four-game win streak, you know? Okay, so we'll okay. We're going with this. He probably could um, get my mind deflected on a lot of these issues. Now, could <laughs> they, they're good at deflect. They're they some good actors, man. I just think that's all you got to do, man. It's deflect. That's all you got to De- do is deflect. <laughs> but, um, okay, so off, off of the Me Too. I want to get off of the Me Too for a minute. Um, I mean, it was it was something that, was, that, was, that we had to talk about. But um, something else Raj hit me up with this week. My boy, your boy, our boy, friend of the program, Michael Bennett. We seen the tape, Mike. Raj, talk about it. Um, so, uh, you know, prayers go up to uh, Michael Bennett. You know, I'm glad that he made it out safe from his scary situation. Um, and that's how I felt about it beforehand you know you know i guess i don't really expect guys with that that power and that stature to just blatantly and i'm gonna call it a blatant lie until it's proven otherwise because i think that you're innocent until proven guilty on both sides and those cops that 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 video came out with that the cops that were in the video that just surfaced man they seem like some really nice guys man <laughs> those guys seem like some really nice guys even so and and you know we've talked about it we i think we we had a little a little text message conversation that was getting a little something, something, but it, it cleared up. Um, <clears throat> my biggest takeaway from that whole video is forget everything that happened from the beginning until the, right before the end. And at the end of the video, he shook their hands very respectably and went on about his business. Probably went to the, went back in the building to the party. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to splice in this, the, the, the video for, um, I mean, the, the audio for y'all. So, yeah. So did you just say that and then you're going to splice it in 
I might cut. <laughs> we'll, see how, we'll see how that works out. Because we both man, listen to it. My name is Michael Bennett, man. My name, my name, my name is Seattle Seahawks, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and splice it in for y'all. Okay. Hey, he's complaining about his cuffs. He really didn't fight too much. So uh, I'm going to check his cuffs just to make sure they're okay. Hey, you're being a bit, hey, you're being detained. What's the okay. mission, though? I didn't do it. Put me on the ground and put a gun to my head. Okay. Hey, I don't know what happened with them. Man, I almost lost my life, man, for no reason. Okay. He did, sir. Not you. It wasn't you. It was the other guy. I'm going to check your, ch your cuts real quick. Make sure they're not too tight, okay? Because you just hit him with the with the best accurate depiction of how that man sounded. Man, my name is hey, sir, sir, sir. Go ahead, just have a seat. And no, does he look for, does he look familiar to you? Um, let Google him, Google him, and let's look at him. Does he look like Michael Bennett? Do you watch football? Man, I thought we were barking. Hold on, NFL. man. Look, man. No, no, no. I don't play for them no more, man. See, Seattle Seahawks, man. <laughs> no, that's my brother, man. No, not not him. No, not Martellus. No, I name my name Michael. I got the regular uh, white person name. <laughs> Come on, Iron Man, man. You, you got him over here sound like Terrence Howard. Come That's on, Iron Man, man. Man, what's going on with Iron Man, man? <laughs> You've been liking doing a Michael Bennett voice. I'm with it. <laughs> but, okay, my opinion, obviously, very different from the tape. Yes, he was respectful at the end of the encounter with the police officers. Agreed upon. But, um... That doesn't tell you that the the whole story cut. And I think people, you 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 either go to one or two ways. You either belligerent, or you respectful. 
He understood that he needed to be respectful at the time that they had him cuffed up and thrown in the back of the car. And that video was very Zagruda film-ish, cutting. That thing was spliced and they had all kind of little parts missing. They could have had that tool on the back of his head the whole time. So, like, immediately, like, when, when Raj saw the video, he hit me and Officer Friendly and Los. This podcast brought to you by Los. And was like, man, Michael Bennett lying. I don't see it the same way. But. No, 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 no. Don't butt me on that one. You need to elaborate on that one. I don't necessarily think he lying. His, if, his, if his story was that they, they targeted him for no other reason because he was a big black man and. And they put a gun to him and they told him they'll blow his fucking head off or whatever. That's what the story was. That's what the inflammatory part of it was. What in that video tells you that that didn't happen that night from an officer? Maybe not those two officers whose hand he shook. But yeah, everybody was running because they thought they were shooting. So yeah, okay, you can look at him and say, oh yeah, he looked extra suspicious. But if they would have put that little highlight over anybody else who was like ducking down and creeping around, we would have been like, oh, that dude looks suspicious too. Everybody looks suspicious when there's gunfire going and people crouching and trying to get out of the way. So, so, so if if his allegation, if his thought is that they targeted him because he was a black man, hell yeah, okay, I agree. I still agree with that. Put put a gun on his head and said, "I'll blow your fucking brains out." Like I didn't see that on the tape, but once again, the tape shows him in the casino, him kind of walking outside. It shows cops kind of like in pursuit. Then it shows him in the back of a cop car already, um, already handcuffed. The pictures that we saw online were him laying on the ground with a cop, like, on top of him, handcuffing him. Why is that not shown in the video? I don't know why. But what I do know is the two officers that he was with. Nice guys. All, all he had to do was just give them some props. Hey, I was, I was, I was sexually assaulted or whatever. whatever <laughs> was sexually... were behind him handcuffing him. I'm sure they sexually assaulted him. Um, hey, you know, look, I got... I got uh, racially profiled and targeted and all the jazz. But what would have told me that he was telling the utmost absolute truth was if he'd have gave some thanks to those two police officers. But them two boys was nice. Very nice gentlemen. Them boys didn't just go from like evil eye, ah, monsters, I'm about to stab you and you, shoot you in your head, boy. You know, get away from here to... Hey, Mr. Bennett. Oh, yeah, you recognize him. They might have. They might have. You don't know. You don't know the mind. You don't know the mind. Okay, he might have been lying too. You know. So there you go. Them boys. Them boys might have been like, "Oh, he playing NFL. Oh, hop on dick. Gonna let him go. Okay, cool. But he might be lying too. Is what I'm saying. So that's why they pulled his. That's why they googled him. That's why they googled him. You saw him google him. How gay is that? How lame is that? Google that boy. He ain't have no ID. I know, cutting, but. I should tell people no, to Google me now. Deal, Google like, me now, cutting. I'm I'm gonna make people Google me right? off top. I mean, yeah, go to my LinkedIn. Hey, look, right, that's me. me. <laughs> but also, you're not in a Seattle Seahawks uniform, so I mean, it means a little bit. I I can make, I could make me be anybody on the internet, but I can't make me be anybody on like Google Images. I mean, I got you. Or SeattleSeahawks.com. But if he, did, he didn't even have an ID, so he might be lying, is what I'm saying. And I <laughs> am leaning towards him lying. I might be wrong, but there's more evidence to him lying than to the, the boys lying. Them guys, those two guys. And strike strike two on Black Lives Matter <laughs> came um, with Bruce Maxwell, the pitcher for the A's, the only person to take a knee in Major League Baseball this year. Um, he was in Huntsville, Alabama. This podcast brought to you by 
Dick Irv, and my boy B. Will in Huntsville, Alabama. Keep holding down. And everybody else who was rocking Best Friend Weekend hats in Huntsville, Alabama. That's dope. Um, so Bruce Maxwell was in this little restaurant called Keegan's in Huntsville. And um, he went in there with the story. And uh, basically the story was he walked in. And the wait- waiter or waitress said, you're the guy who took the knee. I voted for Trump and I stand for everything he stands for. And then um, there was some kind of a misunderstanding there. And then he had a, got a new, he got a new waiter. Like they asked for a new waiter or they had to get a new waiter. Or, but the headline said that the waiter refused to serve him. So what do you think about that? Because now there's a, ref, uh, uh, a um, the, the company, the actual bar is refuting the story. And they're saying that, no, that never happened. Basically, old buddy came in there and his friend didn't have an ID. I guess niggas just don't have ID. This podcast is brought to you by niggas without ID, niggas. huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, his homeboy didn't have ID, so they wouldn't serve him liquor because he looked younger than 30 and he was like with another city councilman or some other stuff. And um, then and, and he was like, no, I didn't even know he played baseball. That's a, a, a lie. They, his friend got rowdy, so we got a new waiter and it never came up that he played baseball. So, Oof. a few things. This is how I feel about it. I feel the exact opposite, and this is this is all preliminary to the facts actually come out or if they ever come out. I feel the exact opposite about this situation as the Michael Bennett situation. So it took some digging, a little bit, not a lot mm-hmm. of digging. I was wondering why, a few things, why would Bruce Maxwell, okay, is he black or white? One, he's a light-skinned black dude, okay? Cool. Yeah. Uh, why would he be in Huntsville, Alabama? How would... That a waitress at um, Keegan's know who he was because I don't really know that many baseball players. Not Let catchers either. Maxwell, catchers you know? wearing right. stuff on their head. I don't know who that is. So why why was he there? How would that guy know know who he is? And all it took was well, where is he from? So he's from there. So you know what? Whenever Jared does something. Whenever Jared Mitchell does something, this Whenever podcast Tyron is brought Walker to you. This podcast is brought to you by Jared Mitchell. Um, Whenever Tyron Jared Walker. Mitchell does something, when Tyron Walker does something, when Demon Harrison does something, when Kerry Joseph does something, when when um, Mark Roman does something, it doesn't matter what they do. Chris, it's Magnus. on the front page of the. <laughs> it's on the front page of the sports. Um, Damn, I know it came out, but he's. I mean, go ahead. Dot, wow. Dot, dot. Wow, yeah. It's on the front page of the sports section <laughs> in our local paper, right? Yeah. So I could see a story. I don't know. I'm just saying, I just feel like it's not, it wouldn't be uncommon for that news story about Bruce Maxwell, local hometown kid. He's actually from Germany, but he, you know, went to high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Um, takes a knee. Nail, takes a knee for the flag, becomes the only player, takes a knee from the flag. So I think that it is quite possible for that waiter or waitress whoever it was that waiter to catch wind of that story and refuse service especially being in a place like the south and more notably alabama so i'm actually if i'm taking a side right here i'm i'm taking bruce maxwell's side because i can see keegan's also being like i don't want to lose no i don't want to lose business because of this one person that decided to make an opinionated decision of not serving bruce maxwell oh i don't want that oh but rise think about it i think they're in that in that part of the world where they might gain business by refusing Bruce Maxwell. Maybe so. Maybe so. But what I'm saying is, is I, I don't need, I don't need the negativity. 
So yeah. I'll make something up and say, hey, that didn't happen. The way it happened was this guy walked in, just so happened to be the guy that knelt for the flag. We refused him service, cool, but he had somebody underage with him. They didn't want to show their ID. Because you know how I they do like without their that ID. That could be a completely, one of the stories, something is either half truth or completely untrue. Something ain't true about the story. And you I know what's funny? To take Bruce Maxwell's story. I, I think I think we I think we we at a point where we need to um, like stuff bad stuff happens and and prejudice stuff happens and racist things happens to people. Man, be tight, girl. Though, make sure you're telling like make sure you're telling the truth when you when you get out there with it. Because we want to get behind real stories, cutting and not fake news, even when it's coming from the side that I'm rocking with. Absolutely. I actually believe. I actually believe that when people are in distress that they whatever but I think that also headlines ha- shape things because Bruce Maxwell only said that they, that the person said that hey I voted for Trump and that's what I stand for and then we had to get a new waiter. But the headline said that the waiter refused them service. So Bruce Maxwell never even really said that the waiter refused them service in any of like the the quotes that I heard of from him. So it's kind of it's kind of weird because it kind of makes it like oh that's an outright lie. Well, maybe he never even said that though. Maybe he just but said it, that. Yeah. So let's say if we're looking at it from Bruce Maxwell's um, newsworthy, what he said in the news, you think Bruce Maxwell said, or this person said, "Hey, I voted for Trump. Okay, cool. I want a new waitress. Or I want a new waiter. Hmm. Like because you voted for Trump, I want a new waiter." Yeah, probably not. I think there's more to this. I think there's more to the story. So, oh well, I'm. I'm let's ooh. just. Well, I'm looking at this right now. I'm just Googled him. So Bruce Maxwell actually has a brother. Did you not know that? In like in his brother is actually Maxwell, the singer Maxwell. Um, and Maxwell had, had a statement and he said that um that's why he had to move out of Huntsville, Alabama. So I didn't know Maxwell was from um and their uncle is Vernon Maxwell, who used to play for the Rockets. Um Mad Max. So that's interesting. Dang, I didn't know. Like, like when you go to like Wikipedia, you can look at people's um, like their personal life, and it tells you a lot of this. And his first cousin, Bruce Maxwell's first cousin, is actually Bruce Eugene, and um, his other first cousin name. is Bruce Lee. So, oh really? Yeah, because their grandfather's name was Bruce, so they all were named after their grandfather, Bruce. Okay, their grandfather must be Bruce from Family Guy. <laughs> no, it was actually I think he's um Bruce Maxwell is half white, so his uncle is his grandfather his uncle is actually Bruce Springsteen. So um they're all named after Bruce though. And they're all Maxwell's. So that's interesting. And I he, they own a bar in Houston called Maxwell's. So all of those things are very interesting about them. Hey, we'll get behind you, just make sure you're telling the truth on and all of this stuff. I still believe both of them. I believe Michael Bennett, I believe Bruce Maxwell. I know you might be on the fence or even on the other side of the fence with Michael Bennett. I believe them both. Um, yeah, I, I do. You're I so do. Pro, um, completely pro-black. <laughs> and I get... believe niggas lie sometimes. So. <laughs> and don't bring their ID. <laughs> right. Hey, hey like, hold oh, up. Friendly. Them niggas don't have their ID. Oh, no, yeah, leave, leave them some friendly ID. Niggas don't be having their ID, though. But think about it. Like, the police was mad because he didn't have his ID. They didn't want to, res- they wanted to refuse service because somebody didn't have an ID. Isn't that the most disrespectful, ignorant people you know? Is when you go somewhere with somebody and they don't have their ID. Oh, kind of left my ID. My ID, shit. You just gonna have to stay in the car, player. We and all here. Stu- what's, your, what's the next question? <laughs> my next question is always because I, I, you know, because I, I, 
because of my friends. You know, my friend. If if my friends don't have an ID, it's not suspended. Other than shout out Richard Demas. So um, you lost it? <clears throat> no, it no, it misplaced or something. But man, you don't have your you don't have your your, your, you don't have pa- your passport. Your passport or nothing. <laughs> No, I'm saying literally, you walk up to a club or a bar or something, and they're like, man, I don't have my ID. My first thought be like, damn, so we just going to be going everywhere all night to different places till we find a place that's going to let you in with, with no ID? You disrespectful. We don't like you, dog. Like, bring your ID. So, Michael Bennett and Bruce Maxwell's homeboy, your boys uh, need to get your ID. Get your ID. And having, having, having professional athlete friends, like we both do, we both know that players in certain leagues have what they call a player card. Mm-hmm. You don't have... You know what's funny? I've, I've, I've actually gotten pulled over before. Not really pulled over, but I've been in an altercation with the police before where they said, give me your ID. And I had my ID on me. <laughs> but I told them I didn't have my ID. <laughs> I've never So done maybe that. he had his ID. <laughs> maybe he didn't want to... But who? Bruce Maxwell? Both of them. Bruce Maxwell had his ID. Somebody with Bruce Maxwell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently. But Michael Bennett on video was like, nah, man, I ain't got no ID, man. Nah, man. Y'all stupid. You stupid, dog. You stupid. Hey, they got a couple of other things, man. I'm just going to... We was going to do some more Halloween-themed stuff because Halloween coming up. Some some quick Halloween do's and don'ts. I got I got like one fire do and one fire don't that I that just have been on my head to make sure that I let y'all know. My Halloween um don't is you don't have to be a slutty everything. Like women's costumes don't have to be like, oh girl, I'm gonna be a slutty um lab technician. I'm gonna be a slutty um stewardess. A slutty, a, a slutty bumblebee. Exactly. I'm not gonna be a slutty ladybug. Cause no, all these niggas <laughs> with my stinger. I'm gonna have like they was like like um DJ Envy. They was about to sting them. Cutting my like don't don't have to be a slutty everything. Cutting. That's all I'm going to say about Halloween for women. But my Halloween do that I want to make sure. Cutting do dress up as an adult and trick or treat. Do that. I would love to be at the crib and a big 38-year-old person just come with a big fire outfit on, dressed like Ace Boogie from Paid in Full or just something something lab that make me, like Cat Williams come to my door. I would love it because I'm there for it. And you can have, here's the candy. Like, here's the candy, homie. That was live. I like that. I'm gonna let me take a picture. Let me take a I picture of you for my Snapchat, cutting like. Right, I think that that's a very, very good idea. Something that I may do because I'm silly enough to do it, mm-hmm. but I don't like candy that much, so I wouldn't do it. And it would certainly be a waste of time for me. You know, like if I like. You candy, might actually get to meet some women though, like out there in these streets, cutting like really. I mean, some maybe so. Like, I'm oh. knock around. I live in an apartment complex, so I may go knock around on everybody's door with a bag and say, "What's happening with that candy?" <laughs> and just and if you got a fire little outfit on, I think that would be hilarious, cutting like for a grown ups to come. So that's one question that I had for you on this Halloween tip. What are you going to be for Halloween? Man, it's like the options, like the the good things are always doable, but limited because of my beard. I have a big playoff beard. 
So it's like I could be that relief pitcher for the Dodgers because <laughs> everybody because that's how I, I obviously appear to um to some people. But I mean, it's like like the James Hardens, the Mr. T's, the um like I've I've been wanting to be Ice Cube, like Doughboy from Boys in the Hood for some years. Like I've been wanting to be Doughboy, like put put on a little Jerry Curl um wig and be like either they don't know, don't show. Or just don't care about what goes on in the hood. Like I, I've been wanting to do that one with the shorts and the, and the, that's one I had in mind. But I, you know, I never pulled the trigger on any of them. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know, cousin. I haven't so figured you have it out. No yet. idea what you're gonna be for nothing. Halloween that is in two days, pretty much. Because you don't celebrate it on Monday. You know, you'll celebrate it on Saturday or Friday. Yeah, yeah. When when it's turn up time. Right. What you um What you being for Halloween, uh, right? So I'm actually gonna be. You know, I, like I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm a I'm a find something in my closet more so, but I already have something in my closet that's pretty pretty flashy. So I'm gonna be uh pinky from Friday. <laughs> uh combination of pinky from Friday and it probably have a little prince vibe in it too. Just throw some some pretty uh some some feminine tones into it too. But I'm gonna be pinky, pinky. Friday for all intents and purposes. I like that. I'm with it. I'm with it. That works. I like those type of. I like movie references, especially famous movie references. For, Me too. Um, I don't like bumblebees and and um and you know stuff like, King, like that. Like you, like King Jaffe Jaffa. I I could be that from like coming to America with the big tiger around his neck and shit. Like that would be that dope. would be awesome. There was a and I, this is what I don't like. There was a this is you know shout out to all our uh, white listeners, but this is definitely some white people stuff. Um, I saw a crew of people, a crew of my friends i have one friend in the crew they dressed up as sharks and they had on gray shirts so they all were sharks it was seven of them they had gray shirts on and one of their shirts said monday one of them said tuesday and on until shark, shark sunday, week and they were shark week <laughs> that's a don't or that's a do for me it's a don't but because i but i, I like, like dressing up like animals I know it's definitely very creative, but I like dressing up like adults or like movie characters. Like one day I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be uh, Eddie Murphy from Life, and I'll find somebody to be, you know, Martin Claude and Ray. You never heard of Claude and Ray? Yeah, you you would be um you you would have to be you would have to be Martin Lawrence if we if if I took on the role of Eddie Murphy just because he's taller. Or I could be Jangalang Jangalang. No, no. Jangalang. Somebody could be Jangalang. I might want to be Jangalang. Can't get right. <laughs> we got a couple of cats who could be can't get can't right. Can't talk um, all night. I, I, like last year, I took a couple of pictures with this guy who was a um, was a Gucci flip flop for um, Halloween last year. That's not it was, terrible. It was it's just hard. It looked it looked hard to walk around in, and he was very like peacocky with a big. He was a Gucci flip flop. Other than like black. yeah, huh? Was a black guy. <laughs> yeah, it was a black guy. And he was a big white Gucci flip flop, and it was, it was I don't know it's kind of funny to me. Um, he's with the shits. Um, another don't obviously um, white folks out there that 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 follow the pod. No 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 blackface. Let's just not do blackface. But what oh, that, that 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 gets me. You can't I'm you not, can't. I'm not a fan. I'm can't not a do fan of that at all. But you know what's crazy? People have been like getting on me recently to do that. Like a couple of people have said, "Hey, you should be like a Taliban person for um, Halloween because you could pull it off." I got kind of that that look to me. But I think that that's kind of uh, a little racist in that same vein to be a Taliban person, even though they don't really define the race. You know, it's not like 
all Middle Eastern people are in the Taliban. You know what I mean? Like, but that's like a Middle Eastern person dressing up as a Black Panther without like the face paint, but just like kind of like with a whole Huey Newton, Bobby Seale look. Would I be offended by that? I don't think so. I think I'd be like, oh, look them boys. No, I'm cool. I'm cool with I'm cool with dressing up as another race, but I'm not cool with blackface. <laughs> blackface like, ain't I'm the thing to do. Cool no, not at all. If you want to dress up, if I want to be a white person, like so what? You know, like but no, nah, don't don't do that. There's some historical like negative implications to blackface. Like it, you, I get it, you probably mean yeah. well, but it's just not nice. Yeah. No. No. Plus no. It looks. It looks. It takes too much. It takes too much effort. For you no soundbo. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. It, it. It. absolutely does. Like I think it's even funny if a white girl just dresses like a regular white, like just like her regular skin tone and pretends to be like um, like Nicki Minaj. Nick. I was gonna. I was not gonna say Nicki Minaj. You know why? Cardi because, B. Because I was gonna say Cardi B. Like it's over for Nicki Minaj, so we can't use her as an excuse anymore. As the as the the Halloween costume anymore. And if people do, if that's a Halloween, don't. Don't be Nicki Minaj for Halloween this year. It's over, white people. That's not the one. Be Cardi B. You got to learn how to talk in that little Cardi B voice, too. That little aggravating Cardi B voice. Okay, so a couple of other Halloween things we said we would we would do. These didn't materialize like I wanted it to, but shit, I, I did the research. I'll just throw it out on just one of these. What's the scariest movie you've seen in like the last 10 years? And Because I like to watch scary movies around Halloween, and I'll start. For me... You'll start. And I'll finish. Ooh. I'm it was, gonna be very lackluster. It was the it was the Babadook. No, it wasn't the Babadook. And I, I forgot what the movie is called already. Damn. Ethan Hawk. Help me out. Damn, I had it written down and now I've lost the paper. What's the movie with Ethan Hawk and the in the kids and they, they take pictures and they God damn it. You know the movie I'm talking about, Raj. Help me out, man. They taking the pictures and they it's um sinister. Sinister. Sinister is the movie that um, I found the most creepy and unsettling in the last 10 years. So if you're not in the Sinister franchise, hop on it. I like it. Uh, scariest movie. So I'm not even going to sit there and lie to you. I don't watch scary movies. Like that? At all. <laughs> I do not like scary movies. I don't like I don't I don't like the production behind scary movies. Huh. So it went and, and I'm done with them. You know, like it started off like me and my me and my cousins used to watch Nightmare on Elm Street and Jason and all that stuff. It was whatever. We were young and we kind of like getting a thrill. Um, but since being an adult and starting to realize what's really going on, they scare you with noises. I don't like that. Like they play the piano real loud or they play the trombone or something like that real loud and <laughs> scare you out of your seat. Whatever, <laughs> whatever instrument they choose to play, just play it real loud and it scares you. I don't like that. Or like a scream or something like that. I hate that. So I stopped watching scary movies, and if a movie is scary enough to scare me without that noise, I don't want to watch it. So I'm not a scary movie fan. But, <laughs> but the Conjuring does a little bit of that too. Without the noise, they'll scare you. I'm not. I don't like creepy like chills. I can't yeah. do that shit neither. But just to give you a, get to give you something that I have watched very recently, um, is Stranger Things on Netflix. Yeah, great show. Kind of scary. It's about not season really. two is coming out on Halloween. It's Friday, actually. Oh, it's this week. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Today. When the podcast drops, today. Go watch Stranger Things. Chase Traffic can watch it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Stranger Things. Stranger Things, I was a big fan of it. Big fan of season one. I would have actually liked if Stranger Things wouldn't have had a season two. If they would have just had another whole other story from scratch. Like, 
Stranger Things season two wouldn't continue that story. It would just be a whole new story. Because I felt like that story, they put a bow on it. It was like perfect. It was. I agree. I, I guess I can get behind that. So, that's what um that's what Bill um George Bush said. I guess I could get behind that. And um, right before he sexually assaulted someone, um, I'm not asking any mother Halloween questions. I'm all, I'm over that. We we call, we up against it. And um, I just want I, this is something that people were asking me to talk about last week. So I did a little research. The Henny shortage is the Henny shortage a real thing? Henny Palooza was actually in Houston last year, and it was the Halloween edition, and that's why I saw the Gucci flip flop dude to think about that. But Henny Henny. I've been going to, um, like just bars or whatever, and um, Tamamines hit me up the other day and was like, "Hey, what's a what's a a substitute for a hen?" And I was like, "I don't know, Cavassier, um, Martel, Landy." I was like, "They got a whole bunch of different uh, Conjor, um, Remy." I was like, "They got a whole bunch of different cognacs you can get that you would like, um, Douce," and um, and I was like, "Oh, really? There's no hen there." But I was going to this one bar, and I mean this one um, liquor store, and they kept saying, "Oh, we, we, I'm the only person who has Hennessy." And then he ran out. When I was there last week, I had to buy two things at um, Douce, and um, like Henny is Henny is definitely like you gotta buy like the big two liter joint, <laughs> the big the big gallon boy if you're getting that Henny now. Henny shortage is a real thing. Let me tell you people why. Um. The Hennessy owners, who are LVMH, which actually are the Moet Hennessy and Louis Vuitton. That's all the same company. Crazy shit. Didn't know that, right? They warned investors back in April that Cognac may have been impacted for the rest of the year following record revenues in the first quarter. So between um, January and April of 2017, it was like record revenue. They were selling Henny in the droves now some articles online is basically tying that to trump saying trump got elected so people was getting drunk fake news yeah <laughs> right it definitely seemed like it but um a real news outlet said that in china that they were recognizing the trend and that they bought 75 percent of the rights to henny so like 75 percent of the henny that was getting produced was getting sent to china as opposed to the united states I don't know how real that is, but I mean, it was a real outlet who said it. So I don't know what the real impact of that was, but it sounds like a hell of an impact if China, China, if Chinese people getting all the hen. You know what? I, you know what I attributed it to, and I didn't read anything about it, and I don't even want to find anything that's going to support or <laughs> or refute my what I think about it. But Hennessy definitely made like this huge uh, impact on social media. Yeah. They had this one dude that was like cooking with Henny and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just doing stupid stuff. It's lit! It was all sorts of things going on with Hennessy. So I just think Hennessy just got really popular. Mm. And if the Chinese brought it, I, I, I think that that's, I, I can see. That's a valuable I mean, supply and demand. I mean, the Chinese buy all of the, um, the, the Kobe's and all of the, <laughs> like the Chinese like basketball a lot. Right, right. They buy, so, they buy all of the the um the Wayne Wayne shoes that have ever been sold have been <laughs> and the Starberries. They buy all of that, so might as well buy the hit. Killer supply, yeah. Just get, <laughs> you know, get drunk and wear new shoes every day and make hip hop. Um, Rich chicken. So, so anyway, I I have to I have to end on this note. I, I feel like this is my platform to say what I want to say. Um, I am. Not to say that I'm not the biggest fan of Hennessy, but it's mm. not the greatest thing in the world. There's other drinks out there that taste just as good as Hennessy. Like, it's not like Hennessy is like unicorn horn. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit, it, it's it's some good alcohol. It's very quality. But it's 
it's not like that much greater than you know anything else that they put out there on the shelf. So I don't care if it's short. I'll just buy something else, and I'll probably not go buy Hennessy anyway. Probably buy Captain Morgan or some shit. I got four words for you. All boy, fuck you. <laughs> Hennessy is the drink. No, I mean honestly, my dad and told me a long time ago that um, life is too short to drink cheap liquor. And no, no, actually, my uncle told me that. And then my dad told me, um, he he clowned me one day because I was drinking Crown, and he said, um, you 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 a whiskey type person, and I'm a cognac person. I'm smooth, but he was drinking Cavassier and not Henny. Um, my thing is Henny is just my palate is just adjusted to. I know every combination of Henny and anything. I, it tastes a certain way to me. My it, it is. I have a Henny palate. Like I keep a decanter with Hennessy at my house. Anybody who knows that knows when they walk in. What's in the big decanter? It's Hennessy. So for me, it's kind of like you might actually be saving me some money by making me buy the really big Hennessy thing because now I'm just not gonna buy two fifths. I'm gonna buy one huge one for like a little less than twice the price. And I'm going to drink it anyway because I've been drinking. So the Henny shortage probably isn't going to affect me in that way. But I guess I do agree, Raj, about the unicorn horn thing. I mean, we have a favorite liquor. I mean, hell, this isn't on an agenda, but I'm sure you have a favorite of every liquor. What is your favorite whiskey? My favorite whiskey? Whiskey. Man, it's so funny. I really don't care. Like I really okay. man, I am I'm you know what you know how Do you have favorite liquors? Do you have favorite liquors for for every category? And for any category? Nah, man. Okay, so I'm just gonna drink since, whatever. As long as it's as long as it's not like as long as it's not the cheapest stuff, not taco mm. or Bacardi, I'm good. If it's okay. mid grade, if so it's So I got I got a list. Vodka, I got a list. I got a, I I, okay. I mean, you know, so you get to get my list. My uh, um vodka is definitely gonna be kettle one. But if I'm slumming, Russian Standard is 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 very good low low grade vodka. If we're drinking cognac, actually it's not Hennessy. My favorite is VSOP um, Remy, is my favorite cognac. And if I'm shout out to best friend weekend before right? podcast. <laughs> if we and if I'm slumming, it's a little bit of that um, Landy or or something. Um, Mukal is actually a decent one. Um, if we're talking whiskey, it's Jameson. And um, I don't really have no slumming on no whiskey because, I mean, it's all pretty much. Whiskey's pretty cheap. Regardless, if we're talking tequila, it's Avion. But I'll drink a lot of different type of tequilas. I don't really give a shit. I'll get drunk. And rum, any one of the ones from um, from the from the, from the, um, from the Caribbean, any, I'm, and I'm talking about the dark rums. I'm talking about the three Bs, Brugal, um, Bermudez, and um, I can't remember the, the third one. But Google the three Bs. Those are my favorite. They don't taste good, but they make me holla raw wala. Yeah, that's that's them. That's them boys over there. Yeah, yeah. You got to get them. Um, that's what. That's what they tell you on the island. So I brought some bottles back home. I got some over here. But so um, it's about. I, I wrote that other note about risky drinking. I just I thought that was funny because I figured like you would love that some risky drinking. And they said risky drinking is four drinks. Or more for women in one sitting, and five or more for men in one sitting is risky drinking. Good. I'm gonna have to start using that as my little moniker. I'm, I'm, I'm risky drinking tonight. Good. I like that. Good. It's funny to me. All right, long podcast. Cue up that music. Nothing nice to say. You know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. 
Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm a Generation Xer, and I like to consider myself new school at the same time. So that's kind of a disconnect, right? I feel like I'm new, but um, old school or whatever. I used to hate when my mama would make me pay for gas and cash because she didn't trust, like, the card swipe. She's like, you can't card swipe. These people might take my stuff because she saw this little report on TV that people be stealing. Whatever. Or when old acting people, people not even old, say stuff like, you can't use your credit card online because somebody might steal your information. You know, I even got this chick at the job. She's not even like, she's about eight years older than me. I talk about her a lot. And she was talking about, don't use Offer Up, which is secretly my favorite app, to go buy other people's stuff because they're going to meet up with you and kidnap you. Don't use Craigslist. I mean, it's the 21st century, man. Honestly, I think these type of things you should be up on and you can't be afraid of technology. I mean, I saw this in a conference one time. A guy said you could take a harsh drawn carriage to work if you wanted to, but you're not going to do that because, you know, it's technology. But this Amazon key shit that they dropped this week, out of control, out of control. These people want you to send them $250 for them to send you a smart lock, a camera, and install this at your house. Let me tell you what it does. It basically allows the Amazon delivery guy to come to your crib, open the door, and just drop your stuff in the house. I don't... Okay, so I got... This is how I feel about it. If you don't feel safe enough leaving packages outside your crib, move. Your neighborhood sucks. And you live around thieves. How about you use that $250 on a down payment for a new spot? I know some apartments that got $99 moving specials right now. I'm just not okay with the concept of letting people come in my house, see how I'm living like that. It's just not it's just not what I do. When I was young, I remember my mama used to always say, look, entertain your friends outside. Don't have them in my house because people like to steal and they're going to see what's in my house. That actually happened to one of my homeboys a few years back. His nephew had a bunch of neighborhood kids in the house, and they came back a week later, ransacked his crib, and stole his fucking car. That's a real thing that happened. So I don't really need any kind of mysterious Amazon person in my crib, touching my sofa, watching my cable, seeing how I'm living, or sipping my Hennessy because it's in short supply. I'm going to have to tell Amazon the same thing I told every woman who I dated, who wanted the keys to my crib too soon. Be patient, boo. If you're still around when I'm ready to let you into my life like that, we could discuss it. But for now, Amazon, just take this dick and chill. <laughs> but you know what? I'm about to get this notification from Amazon Prime talking about If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all about our new product. I'm sure it's going to be a good idea, Roger, I swear. I'm, I'm, it's going to be a good idea. I'm just not ready for it. It's, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Nah, neither am I. Especially <laughs> knowing who can who can be Amazon deliverers. It they they actually hire anybody. Anybody, right? It's, it's like, like Uber. It's like Uber, Uber drivers. Yeah, it's like an Uber, literally. So it's like Uber eats. Like a random Uber, Uber driver, eats. <laughs> random Uber eats driver in my house delivering my goods. I don't need it. No. That's the last thing I need, man. So leave my shit at the office or leave it at the front door. Like leave it, leave it at my front door. And if you don't feel comfortable, move, dog. I'm, I'm just not. I'm not for it. I'm not here for it. But um, yeah, man. Next week, next Thursday, man. Uh, that's gonna be my birthday, so we're gonna have to do a, a super turn up birthday edition. I don't know what I want to talk about, but I'm just. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be wilding. I might get everybody. I might get Aldo and friends. Um, next, next Wednesday. Get. I mean, next Thursday. Get about ten people sitting in here and just turn it up. We'll see. We'll see what's talking about. Raj, you got anything else to let these people know or can we hit this theme music? <laughs> Catch y'all next week. <laughs>